I was I was just looking forward to this um, so much. Obviously, you know, like just dancers. Dancers are to me are are, and I don't know why because I'm a musician. But you guys are just like the the cooler versions of us to me. I don't I don't know why, but it's like damn. Like if I could play the tuba or like backflip, you know, like if I could actually do either one of them. I'd probably, like, I don't know, you got, I was, uh, like, so Napoleon, the last dancer on here, he was just, to, like, we were emphasizing how um, you guys are basically your own, or maybe you have a nutritionist, you're, you're training all the time, you're dancing, you're working on your technique, you're doing, like, cardio stuff all day, whether it's through your training and, and this, so it's like, and you're now with the social media content and all that, so it's like, dancers are this, like, multi-headed thing but i i mean i guess you can talk okay about that. yeah cool well um thanks for asking me to come out and speak today um i'm really excited about this too and i'm glad that you somehow magically found me in the universe <laughs> and uh dancing found me as well yeah. in the universe um i didn't start officially dancing until i was uh around 20 years old, I started first, I was a gymnast, and I did gymnastics in um, high school, and uh, I decided when I would graduate in high school, then I would continue gymnastics in college, but they didn't have it, and they had this thing called dance at college, and um, I took my first uh uh, dance class, um, and it was like ballet. Um, I I love and respect ballet, but my thing is street dancing, and uh, the term uh, actual hip hop, the mm -hmm. whole culture of hip hop. Mm -hmm. uh, what, there was not actually a name hip hop when I first started uh, dancing. It was called street dancing, mm -hmm. and I uh, I saw some guys. Uh, Street dancing, break dancing, popping, locking uh, at Santa Monica College. And I was like, yeah, what is that? Yeah. That looks cool because it was all the like, it was vibe. It was raw. It was not like in a studio. It wasn't controlled and organized. And like I said, I love ballet and I love modern dance and all these more technical dances, but when I saw that, I was like impressed. And the boys were not really letting me do it because I was a girl. Mm. And, um, but I watched and I jumped in and I watched. And um, at that same time, when I started watching the break dancing, I also, 20, 21, when you're 21, you can start going to clubs. So yeah. I started going to um, some dance clubs. And I was going to some dance clubs that uh, it, it wasn't it wasn't the best of neighborhoods, yeah. and I would you know cruise 
with friends, but a lot of times with myself because I really wanted to, to dance. And I found the whole magic of dance. Like it was kind of like the light switch went on. It was that like, you know, passionate of, of dance. And I would go to these clubs and then there was like freestyle dancing and I found myself and I found like that magic where you, you're doing your music and you get lost in it and there's people and there's energy and there's things. So it was like going to nightclubs yeah. and then also being around like uh, the, the, the street dance thing going on at, at my college, you know, and it was not a class. It was in the courtyard area where people are eating lunch and we we're out there like, you know, old school, bring your boom box and just start dancing and um, there's actually, they wrote an article about me because it was called Kellogg. My name is Lisa Kellogg. And they wrote an article about me uh, at the college, junior college, um, called Kellogg Breaks Them All. And it was a, they interviewed me uh, uh, about breakdancing, being a girl breakdancer. What is it like, you know? And uh, And so that was kind of like, the beginning of kind of uh, me starting to fall in love with dance mm. and dance and I found each other and it was kind of, uh, you know, a way that I, like I said, I did gymnastics before. So I was able to kind of incorporate my gymnastics into my dancing. Mm. And, and I like that there was no rules. Yeah. I like that you just make your own vibe up and, you know, I'd watch people, but it wasn't, a dance class yeah. it wasn't like here's how you do it you know and I like that and it just kind of exploded and um, I also at the same time got to be um, in the Olympics the closing ceremony uh, I think it was the 1984 Olympics and Lionel Richie was one of the performers and um, there was 250 break dancers that got to um, be part of this magic and it, that was like a big deal to be part of closing ceremonies of the Olympics and they actually ended up doing like a big like close up yeah. of me and yeah. I mean you know only in front of you know billions of people yeah, yeah. And, and, and 250 sounds like a big number but when you realize like it's not like 250 in like one city like they're picking 250 break dancers from the entire world which is, that's like less than one. If like, like if, if you were to, you know, go by city, every city in each world, or just every state or whatever, like, so, I mean, how, how many break, break dancers do you even, do you think there are in the world? I guess yeah. I would identify as professionals. Yeah. I mean, at the time, break dancing kind of had its like ebb and flows. So mm -hmm. There was a lot of break dancers then, um, but the the funniest part of that event, it was all rehearsed. We rehearsed, and so that cuss when you come into um, the Coliseum, mm. there's you know thousands and thousands of people watching, and it's all televised, and it's a big deal. And they made this uh, circular, huge circular stage, and on the top level was Lionel Richie. In his um, all night long, he did that. It was the classic song. <laughs> And wow. he had his, like, main, you know, people that were on tour with him. Yeah. And then we, we circled on the lower part of the stage. So we rehearsed for two weeks. The only thing we didn't rehearse 
was that there was going to be sprinkler systems, water. So we all got there and we were like running down this big stage yeah. and so many people were like just sliding off, like falling, like literally break, break yeah. dancing. And for some magical reason, my shoes did not let me slip Whoa. at all, yeah. which is probably why they did a close up on me being maybe cause I was a girl too, but it was a, it was like a magical moment. I was like, dear Lord, thank you. I did not slip. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. so funny. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I, I already have like nine questions in response to yeah. a bunch of stuff you said. Yeah, go ahead. I'm, I'm know, good. You know, I, before, I did before this. Before we even, I even dive in there, like just for, you know, anyone who's uh, listening, um, because I failed to introduce you, because I just went right into it, right? So uh, you're obviously, like you said, Lisa Kellogg, and um, you own uh, Santa Monica Hip Hop Dance Studio here in, in Santa Monica, obviously. Um, so yeah, just to get people to you know have a sense of just who you are and your, your role in the community. Dancer.com. That's hiphopdancer.com. Yeah. Damn. That's that's a that's a hell of a. Um, uh, like those are the ones like I'm, I'm surprised like it was not taken. How's yeah, that? <laughs> someone gave it to me as a Valentine's present, uh, possibly 18, 19 years ago. Yeah. And I didn't really, we, we didn't know what was a web, what, what, <laughs> yeah. you know? So yeah. someone gave it to me as a present yeah. and it's, it's become, you know, wow. it's, it's, those are all the key words, yeah. you know? And then. Um, my business is Santa Monica Hip Hop Dance, yeah. so they kind of they work well together. Yeah, you yeah. know oh, that's so cool. Um, wow. So so, I guess let let's like start from the I, the the very beginning because I'm I'm always interested in people's like art, especially artists' origin stories. Like, um, you know, I, I I can get into like why music was the thing for me and like not being an accountant or something, but. Um, I, I guess like what, like what kind of kid were you in, in terms of like, was it always dance? Did that just come out of nowhere? Like how, so yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't start dancing, uh, like I guess officially till I was around 20. Uh, I did gymnastics before, um, I was in high school on the gymnastic team. I did quite well. Um, but even then gymnastics when you're in high school is late. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a little cheerleader for my brother's, you know, football team. And, but I was kind of like, uh, just if my mom wanted to see me dance, she'd have to peek around the corner. Like I was kind of shy and, uh, I, I have, uh, found that a lot of performers and artists are shy until they find their space of fire where they where where they come alive, where they can like kind of channel through yeah. their energy what makes them. So, you know, dance found me or I found dance in my mm-hmm. early mm-hmm. 20s. And I didn't think, well, I'm going to make a career or anything of this. I just knew that when I found dance, especially the street dance kind of vibe, I just, you know, when something's right, you know it's right, yeah. you know, and it just felt right. And I... Honestly, have never stopped uh, dancing, and I've been teaching dance for like 32 or something years. Yeah. And and we were talking before, which I know you said you're a tuba player, yeah. and um, 
And I told you that I had the amazing opportunity to dance with Michael Jackson yeah. on the Smooth Criminal Moonwalker video. And, um, and I got to be uh, the saxophone player. I don't play saxophone. And um, that was probably that was the beginning of my dance career is yeah. dancing with Michael Jackson. Yeah, that's and one hell of a beginning. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you are on the map, honey. Now yeah. go ahead. You know, yeah. and, and the cool thing about that is I was hanging out with some of my, you know, street dancer friends mm -hmm. and one of them got to lead. Um, they had a, a ballet, very technical uh, side of the audition for there was about 900 dancers that went to the audition and uh there the ballet section I went and you know that's that was not my thing mm. I didn't do that well they would have I would never have existed on the planet but on the street dancing audition there was less people and um the guy that um, ran the audition he uh, was teaching a locking style so I knew him. I had actually, he actually helped me when I was on American Bandstand. He helped me with some of my dancing. So um, I knew his style really well. I probably just did well. So basically they casted the video. There was 48 dancers that got to be on it. They uh, chose all their dancers. I was not one of them. And then... Um, I guess they had maybe two rehearsals and they called me up at like one in the morning and they said, uh, Lisa Kellogg, uh, you, would you like to dance with Michael Jackson in the Smooth Criminal video? And I was like, uh, yes, <laughs> absolutely. You know, and the next day I was on the set and it was a two and a half week shoot wow. with Michael. And I'll tell you, Michael Jackson is an incredible artist and he also is was very shy in a sense but when the music came on it was like yeah. like a lightning yeah. like the whole spirit just engaged yeah. and he his he was extremely magical um really just 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 focused down to earth he he's a pure you know, musician, singer, performer, from the from his, you know, the tip of his toes to the yeah. top of his hair, and um, just incredible to work with, yeah. you know, and and perfectionist, and wanted it things to be. There was a whole day where we shot uh, a whole like tons of scenes, and then and then they checked it out in the dailies to you know make sure it was what they wanted. He goes. The air, because they had some smoke, a little bit smoke machine coming in. And he's like, well, it doesn't really, I don't really think it's exactly what I want. So mm -hmm. we like, he, you know, in his type of uh, business, uh, they have, you know, plenty of money. Yeah. And it was like, we just shot, okay, a whole nother day because the air was a little <laughs> different than, yeah. you know. But anyways, he, he was so talented and that's kind of like put me on the map. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, um, oh man, there's so many directions you can go from there yeah. because I, like something that resonates with me, uh, a lot about that story. I'm always like, um, like, so, I mean, when I had my big break, uh, I guess, and it's even, it's weird to call it that because 
Like you do all this work for years and years and years and years. And the day before you get that call that you're a big break, you were no different in terms of like skill set, right? But I mean, I, I would be lying if I said that there wasn't some like to like some level of validation in your skill set. Like when it's just like, okay, this thing that I think of so highly is like, requ- you know, asking me to, to, to be a part of this thing. And um, anyway, I mean, for, for you, uh, was it, was it a moment where like, okay, let's say, so you get that phone call. Do you want to be a part of the smooth criminal video? And then like, you, you know, you say you're by, you hang up and you're just kind of sitting there and you're, it's kind of, it's kind of, it's not like, it's kind of like, what? Like what? Because now you got to go do the work and that's kind of what it always comes back to. Like you, you have to go do the work and, um, I don't know, I guess, I guess, how did you, how did you, what, what was that moment like immediately after that phone call like for you? Well, uh, first it was an adrenaline rush, you (laughs) know, and it's a validation of, you know, and then you you question like, oh my God, will I be good enough? Am I going to do a good job? Um, are they sure? <laughs> you know, and you know, it's, yes. it's, it's being an artist, you know, I don't, I'm not, a, I don't have a, I'm not like miss big ego or I'm like, you know, I, I didn't, I don't have dreams to be like famous around the world. I just want to do what I love to do. Mm-hmm. So, um, just, uh, you know, uh, just being around all these amazing dancers mm-hmm. it was a little bit like a surreal thing because a lot of them probably had more uh, experience being on, you know, working as professionals, mm-hmm. you know, where that was kind of like, you know, I've been street dancing on the streets, you know, yeah. and doing some like, you know, random videos here or fashion shows mm-hmm. dancing in. But this was kind of like a big step up mm-hmm. in the world of being on set being professional, being, you know, filmed, making sure it's not, wasn't just like hanging out, yeah. you know? So, um, I, I was really lucky that, uh, the, that I got chosen to be part of this project and, uh, the choreographer, um, Vince Patterson, who is amazing. He choreographed, uh, Madonna's, um, blonde ambition tour hmm. and he's done hmm. a lot of you know commercials and uh worked with a lot of big people and um he's an amazing choreographer and he we we kind of had a nice uh like thing together in the sense that he was so happy that I could freestyle and he didn't he one less thing he had to worry about like for the fact that I could just hear music and just move and make it be organic as if Mm. I was really a saxophone player. And, um, you know, it's, it's like, that's, that's a quality that I have, uh, that even when we were messing around and doing the, the thing on Facebook for a second, like I could just hear music and I'm right there with it. Like that's something I, you don't get trained. That's something that's organic in your, being is that I have a, a really wonderful sense. It's not bragging. It's just I have a wonderful sense of just connecting deeply to oh, yeah. music. Yeah, because cause it's, 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 um, uh, and, and I think uh, maybe like artists are, in terms of our characteristics, maybe as people, 
maybe that's why we find success in, in arts at a high level, but that, that ability to flow in and out of something without overthinking and having that balance of like precision yet being very free at the same time. I mean, that, that, that's, 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 that's the hardest part is like knowing you have to execute this thing and you know what it means and you're thinking of your career and this and that, yeah. but like also knowing like you have to be very free. You cannot like in the moment, you can't overthink it, can't overanalyze like what you're doing. And um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I got that from you, like just like two seconds into, <laughs> into talking to you and um, that, that's, that's amazing. And it, so what, where, where, where it does the, um, has it always been California for you? Are you from? Uh, yeah, born and raised in, in, in Los Angeles okay, my okay. whole life. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You don't, you don't meet a lot of those in LA. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a real what up West Side, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and that so that to me makes a lot more sense. I was uh, again, I was telling like the the previous um, dancer we had on here, like that from my own, you know, very basic knowledge, uh, uh, if that, of dance and in the culture. Um, in terms of like, I guess like what I've seen in movies and and like my my friends that are dancers, I've always thought the East Coast was more like institutional and more ballet based and uh like you know you're getting you know you're training for operas and like um kind of like high-end contemporary dance and um I, and then I always just thought that dance culture in the west coast was was looser and um I guess just the influence of of Hollywood and the music industry those I guess being the bigger institutions than like you know Juilliard on the east coast people are probably going to be inspired to be a part of the things that are going on out here, I guess, in terms of, you know, just media and art. So does that sound accurate in terms of like West Coast dance culture? I mean, has music and film out here kind of influenced that? Well, I mean, yeah, you have the big Broadways and the musicals in yeah. in New York City. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but there's actually like Mr. Wiggles and some super classic like... Um, uh, like the whole flash dance yeah. thing where they had the break dance scene in it and there's like some really cool there's a lot of amazing uh break dancers street dancers on the east coast and but there's you know there's a, a lot of amazing uh old school like lockers um and poppers and street dancers in in LA and it, you know they have they did a lot of make a lot of videos mm. and you know, of course, now with all the different dance TV shows and all that, yeah. it's like, I'm glad I came in when I came in early because, <laughs> you know, yeah. I came in kind of when it wasn't so overblown, yeah. you know, and I was always really good at freestyle. So yeah. if they said freestyle, I could really kick mm -hmm. it hard and I got a lot of gigs you that know, way. That, and that, that, that's also the other thing about dance. Um, I like I, I was just realizing like you know, ninety percent of people probably do some type of movement that is associated with dance uh, every single day. Like if I if I just like do this for one second because like I'm tapping in rhythm with something that's dancing. Like anything can be you know, if you've ever you know watched dance routines, like you know you you see how creative they get, and that it can be a very small movement, it can be a very big movement, mm. and that is very unlike like. 
90% of people are not playing the tuba every day or the flute or something or, 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 or even singing, I would say, even though, you know, we all have voices. So um, I guess in, in dance, how, how much of it is um, naturally trained people who then just, they, they just see, they see the dances, they're able to just like pick it up. Maybe they're learning it from YouTube or just like they just dance a lot. So they pick up moves. And then there's obviously people who are training and training and training. Like is 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 training with like purpose inevitable or are there, are, are there like some people that have made it so far just by loving dance enough? Okay. That's, that's a... That's a, yeah, that's that's a, a big way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, um, it, I mean... I, the evolution of dance yeah. is since in my 30, let's say five years of dancing professionally, yeah. I've seen a huge evolution. And obviously with social media and YouTube and all these visual art forms now that yeah. we can see anything in any subject yeah. around the world with a snap of our fingers. Yeah. So the inspiration and the influence that we get to have in this time of our life is amazing. So like in the beginning of my, I guess, dance career, there wasn't a lot of, you know, it was all like, where could you find it? Mm -hmm. That's, I went to a lot of dance clubs and hung out around dancers, but it wasn't, you know, this explosion of what you see with mm -hmm. all this like, TikTok, Instagram, I mean, it's nonstop dancing. Like, I got to make sure I get enough sleep because yeah. I can watch. I don't even, honestly <laughs> haven't had a TV for, you know, 15 years in my house. Yeah. It's, it's, I watch so many cool, like, dance videos. And, I'm, you know, I, I, I get, I'm nonstop inspired by all this amazing dancing. And um, so, like... For me, uh, when I started, uh, just to back up with my teaching career, yeah, sure. I, um, I was on a scholarship at a dance school and a training where you're training jazz and, and um, mostly jazz. And, but I'd always be on the sidelines doing my like street dance stuff. And the owner of the studio was like, I want you to teach. And I want you to teach that stuff you're doing on the side yeah. because... You know, and little did I know that would change my life. That was another one of those mm -hmm. Dancing with Michael Jackson moments where um, he said, I want you to teach because I was always messing around, freestyling when you're mm -hmm. supposed to be in line, waiting to do your, your kicks and your batmas or your split leaps. I'm like, you know, not that, you know, yeah. it was fun, but I wanted to freestyle. So I had, I was... Uh, I got the opportunity to teach and um, probably just like in music, you're learning the basics like, you know, rhythms, tempos, mm -hmm. uh, musical notes, mm -hmm. or like when you're studying basic stuff. So I was supposed to make up a routine that had counts that matched the counts or the rhythms of music. Mm -hmm. So I would, A, never come prepared because I'm a freestyle. Yeah. I was going to make it up on the spot, yeah. yo. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't really even know hardly what counting was. But yeah. if you're a teacher, when, the, you know, you're, you become, an, when you're a good, 
let's say, teacher, you learn more. Yeah. You, you're, when the, you know, it says when the student's ready, the teacher appears. Yeah. You know, I, I was a student of myself because yeah. I learned what I knew or what I was going to know as I was teaching. So it's, it's like that's the, the most amazing thing is when you're, you know, showing what you have yeah. or trying to teach someone else, you actually learn what you know yeah. or you don't even know what you know sometimes. Yeah. So like my whole teaching thing, uh, when I was asked to start teaching, I didn't really know what I was doing, but I taught myself as I was teaching mm -hmm. others. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I've been teaching now like for 32, I lost track at some point, 32, 33 years. And um, people still to this day are like, you know, because I am a seasoned person. I'm, I'm, if you put numbers together, you know, I'm, I'm getting more, I'm older. So, hey. And, um, but I still love teaching. Yeah. And in fact, I love it even more because music has evolution. It's always changing. Yeah. All the rhythms of, of either hip hop or, or whatever style of music, music doesn't really stay at a spot. No. And then that's it. It's like, all this influence either, you know, with all, however you get the yeah. influences. So dancing is always evolving. Like I'm never bored. I, I love making up routines and I feel the music so much uh, that sometimes I'm not even like actually listening to a song. I'm just feeling it and I put steps together. Mm. Um, Cause uh, a lot of the style that I teach uh, is not, uh, it's more for like, people that want to just enjoy dancing yeah. as opposed to the professional dancer yeah. where it's to a specific song um, and they're choreographing to the bass line, the vocals, mm. you know, the horns, you know, it's more like a general like funky groove style where it's going to the basic beat of the music. So it's interchangeable to most basic old school hip hop yeah. songs. Um, so, uh, yeah, I just, it's like, I feel it. I make up the steps. I never run out of steps. I mean, I've made like thousands and thousands and thousands of dances. And I'm still, there's like more to come. Yeah, you yeah. know, I, I make up new choreography a few times every week for different things that I'm working yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that, I mean, in terms of being a teacher and, and being a good one, like, um, yeah, I, there, there's just, again, there's just characteristics that if you have, you're probably going to, like, at the very least, start off being decent at it. Like, if you're a patient person, you're creative, but, like, you also understand the importance of routine in terms of, like, consistency every day, working on your craft and doing this. And, again, that patience word, that's a big one. Um, you know, I, shit, I have students that piss me off all the time. But, like, also knowing, like, I was a student that pissed someone off, too. And, like, it, that's, like, the it's the circle of of, uh, of life, you know. And um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I uh, again, it doesn't surprise me that it's something that, um, you know, you'd probably just pick up on pretty pretty quickly. And, I mean, I, that, that, that's a lot of what you're saying now. Um, I'm just... It just keeps blowing my mind again because of what dance recruits um, for. I mean, if you're just thinking about dance, it's like, okay, you're moving your body, this, that. But because dance has, uh, each style of dance has aesthetics, that means you're recruiting 
uh, people in the fashion industry and designers to like be a part of that dance and like that impacts the quality of the dance too. The song selection impacts the quality of the dance, like where it's happening and everything. So it's just, uh, I mean, how, how do you, how do you, because it's weird. It's like you have so much power and so little of it at the same time. Like there's all these other industries and things that like affect your routine and what you do. So I guess how, how, how has music and fashion like played a role in, in your career? Oh, well, my heart pounds for that question because <laughs> um, d- just the, wow, that, yeah, that's a great one question for me. Uh, I, Thank you. I, um, I, well, the evolution of life, the evolution of music, the evolution of dance, the evolution of experience, the evolution of inspiration. Um, it all like, yeah, there's so many influence, uh, influences on what's going to motivate you to to play. What's going to motivate you to dance? What's going to motivate you? Is it emotion? Is it a happiness? Is it a sadness? Is it like, and, and the whole fashion thing, well, I've been, uh, uh, something that changed my, uh, inter- my kind of, you know, like you have an egg and then it gets cracked yeah. and then all of a sudden you see other things too. So uh, probably about 10 years ago, I went to this huge music festival called Burning Man Oh, and man. that really broke my one of my a big egg for me because it was it 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 was so many people with with like if you have criticalness or judgment leave it at home because mm. everyone just like wears what they want to wear and you know it's uh, it's all based in sharing and giving and abundance and. Um, and I really got into fashion and I've been creating my own fashions because uh, I love rearranging things, whether it be my body as yeah. a dancer yeah. or like music. I edit music as well. Yeah. I, I choreograph uh, these really fun wedding dances where they start off with like a classic wedding song and then I crack it and then it goes into these other styles of music and it's uh they're called surprise wedding dances so the whole idea of um of making making something that's not supposed to be linear and cracking it and doing the way you want to do it it's like that's for me like when i was younger I want it to look like everybody else. Like, where? what's the fashion so I'll mm-hmm. be okay? Yeah. I want to look like them, whoever them are, yeah. they are, and so I'm okay. And I got, like, this ultimate permission for some reason when I went to Burning Man that just be who you are. Mm. And if you don't know who you are, here's your chance. Yeah. Like, dig in. <laughs> dig in. Yeah. And there's no rules, and... I just, my eyes were like, couldn't be any bigger of mm. all this amazing fashion. And um, strangely enough, it's like, I didn't really know what house music was. And mm. I found this wow. whole yeah. like world of house and EDM yeah. and um, like all these different types of music yeah. that I didn't, I don't know where I was, <laughs> you know, because I was so into hip hop. Yeah. 
But I found all these other styles of music that just was like, okay, this is, it's endless. And so fashion, I make a lot of my clothes. Um, I've been doing a lot of, um, this year, I know it's jumping around, but yeah, yeah, the the whole Burning Man thing is a big part of my life. Like I wear costumes if I can every day. Like I don't wear regular clothes anymore. Just don't find the need. So I'm always wearing things that I've either cut or rearranged or sewn or made or stuff like that. And and um, during this last year, the big pandemic, mm-hmm. um, I started uh, was doing a live show on Facebook and Instagram, um, like almost seven days a week, wow. and making like my own fashion and my own. I built like this like character out of out of having to stay home and make, I made all these super cool costumes and made this like character that I put together. And, uh, and, uh, so yeah, when you wear something, at least as a dancer, I mean, dancers wear costumes. So, you know, and dancers, they're storytellers, you know, they tell a story through their body and through their connection of how they feel the music. So, uh, what we wear is uh, kind of gives you that freedom to be like magical mm. and not m- the regular me mm. and go into different characters. Um, so I, I love the whole, like that question just blows my mind because I love, and that's something I got a mixture of Burning Man. I mean, creativity exists probably in mm-hmm. all of us, mm-hmm. but something kind of breaks it open where right. you can go, Hey, I don't need to like follow these like guidelines and I can, I can express my, my creativity in any way I want to. And, and, and the more I do that, the more the validation comes from within myself, like, wow, that was cool, you know? And, and, um, at the same time with making my fashions, I've taught myself many crafts. Uh, I think that's the word. I'm not sure, but uh, I'm not just a dancer, like I'm a DJ, I'm an MC, I'm a choreographer. I did a lot of flash mobs where I did these crazy mm-hmm. dances for special events. And um, so it's like, and I also do a lot of kids' parties. And um, I was actually kind of afraid a little bit of kids for a while because kids kind of like tell you how they want it. And mm-hmm. you, you know, it's, a, it's, there is not a lot of like words. Yeah. When you're a little kid, it's it's a lot of energy yeah. and running around, and so I've I've made I've been doing parties for kids for about twenty years, and I used to be so afraid to interact with people. Yeah. Yeah. I'd always be the performer on the stage and then be shy, but then I had to start interacting yeah. with people, yeah. and I was I'd be hiding, and the people be like, uh, "You need to like interact with people." It's like interact with people. What? I just want to be on stage you know, in my element and then hide. So uh, then I, I started to do interactive uh, dancing with kids and playing, you know, you know, with adults and kids and teenagers, like not just kids, but I do a lot of kids parties. And I actually started talking on a microphone. And I was like, as soon as I started that, it was like another one of those eggs cracking, yeah. like, oh my God, I can hear myself over the whole crowd. (laughs) And it's like, it makes you feel like almost like superhuman when you hear your voice 
on a, because I was really shy younger. And so just hearing my voice on a microphone was so exciting. Yeah. And then you say something and people can actually hear you. Like, okay, everyone, put your hands in the air. Yeah. And then people all started doing it. Yeah. And uh, one more thing just on that note <laughs> is, uh, sorry, I'm so excited. <laughs> this is like so fun. Uh, is I got asked to choreograph uh, uh, the Euro Song Vision. Oh, it's yeah. in, in, in Norway. And wow. they asked me to choreograph. It's where all these singers from all around the world yeah. compete. It's, what's the American... No, what's the one they have here in America? Uh, well, there's a couple. So American, you think you can dance. American Idol? Was oh, that is, the is singing a one? Vo- oh, uh, yeah. The Voice, American Idol. You can sing on X Factor? and Yeah, so it was one of those yeah, one singing of those. things, yeah, singing shows. Major and, network thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and so I got to do that in Norway. And um, there was a, a, it was an Olympic stadium there. And... Before the shows were gonna go on, I choreographed these big, really beautiful numbers that I was—I didn't even know I could do that. And I was like impressed. I impressed myself. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, how did I do that? Like, how wild! There was like all these dancers coming in and out, and I made up the all this cool choreography, and it was like that was another magical moment. And then they asked me, the people that were putting the show together, they said, hey, would you mind warming up the crowd before the actual TV mm-hmm. show starts? So, there, you know, there was about 7,500 people, like 7,000 people yeah. there. And they introduced me, this is Lisa Kellogg. And I come running out with a microphone in my hand. Yeah. And I got everyone, like 7,000 people <laughs> with their hands in the air. I was like, oh, my God, this yeah. is so cool. And... You know, I got to do it for two different yeah. shows, and I've just gotten to do so many, like, amazing things, and you can't really plan it, you yeah. know? It's kind of, like, spontaneous, or you get, like, you just say yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then things happen, yeah. you know? That's the magic of yes, and yeah. I, I, I learned that from my mom, is always say thank you to people, and I really appreciate, you know taking your class or meeting you or, you know, and, and if you say thank you, connections happen, you know, if you say yes, okay. And you learn it as you go anyway. So you might as well say yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, a um, um, I, I think about that a lot in terms of, uh, there's just little things that we do or don't do every day that we, we just, you will always underestimate how you can impact another person's day. And just like a, a smile or like recognizing like, hey, um, you know, I, I don't know, just, just little things, especially if someone like goes out of their way to do something for you. Um, and just like showing that that you're you're grateful for that. And even if they, it's not something that, you know, they, they did for you necessarily, like they're just... There's never a bad time to be kind and and like make someone feel heard and appreciated and um, you're absolutely right because I mean and it it goes into um, it, it's a shame because I think a lot of people think that um, when they're thinking of things like uh, work stuff or networking and they're like oh, okay like I should do this so I can get this but the irony of that is that if you're actually working on yourself to be a just a dope member of your community 
you will have like both meaningful relationships like in anything you do and anything you you're you're doing whether it's work thing or personal thing and it, anyway so much of what you just said resonates with me because it, it's just it it is important that like no matter how big you get or small you are whatever that um i don't know just that just that general kindness it, it shouldn't it shouldn't change and I don't know. It's it's well, that's so important what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, and that's that's when you first called me because you know you never know who's calling you. Is yeah. it a real call? Yeah. Is it like someone trying to sell you something? Yeah. And and our first conversation uh, that we only had one conversation. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing because yeah. I was like, wow, this kid. He's young. His 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 values for life are amazing and and just your energy and who you are as a person just it, it's amazing and i mean there's so i mean god the world would be an amazing place if there was more of you <laughs> here because you are just such a like what can i say like a like a really kind person and you instantly i instantly felt that with you on the phone you know, and you weren't trying to sell me anything and I wasn't trying to sell you anything and it wasn't an ego thing. It was just like, wow, I, I'm happy to come and share myself, you know, and what I do with you because, uh, it, you know, your energy is amazing. So I Likewise. hope that you connect to a lot of people. The world needs a lot of healing right now. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, it's going to take a lot of... Uh, it's it's actually painless to be nice. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you, like you said, if you randomly smile to someone across the street and they smile back, it's an amazing feeling. Yeah. You know, And there's a lot of times you do that and you don't get yeah. a smile back. And you just got to, you know, yeah. keep keep on trucking, yeah. babe. <laughs> well, first of all, you're... It's, it's, it's weird. I, I never know how to take compliments, but thank you. <laughs> I, it's... it's uh, that means a lot, and um, I mean that—that's a big part of why I wanted to 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 even do this or start the podcast. Was uh, I realized I took advantage or took for granted, I should say, um, of just like uh, I'm I'm a people person. I I love hanging out with people, and it's very easy. Like before the pandemic, be like you know like you know Friday Saturday comes or whatever, just some night, you know, we can text or call so-and-so and just get together and that's that. And, and then, you know, when you can't do that, um, you know, well, I mean, that's human nature. It's, a lot of times you learn when you absolutely have to. And I definitely learned that, like, that, um, it's like, man, like, like people, people are important. Having them in your life is important. But uh, more importantly, I guess for this, just like, get like literally just providing a platform to for you for me to to be able to tell you my story and feel heard and vice versa so it's just this is cool uh for me just to to do because i felt like i I was probably just doing this in real life anyway so it's like (laughs) i may as well just hit the record button you know and um so yeah anyway i I appreciate your 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 compliments and hopefully you know more people are gonna you know you know want to uh share their story and um Anyway, I guess in, in, I guess bringing it back to, uh, um, I guess just arts in general, because you're not just a dancer. I mean, you're, you're, you're um, and you have to have a certain type of like receptiveness and openness as a person to do what you've done in the sense that like, 
all the everything you've shared so far, there there could have been moments where you looked at something and judged it from afar and been like, oh, I can't do that. Or like, that's, I don't know if that's my, my lane. And it, it takes a really special person to just like dive into mm-hmm. some shit that they're not even right. sure that they can do or that they even like, you know? So, so, and I, and I, I, I to me, it's important to say that just because, um, um, I don't think that though what you've done is great. I don't think what you've done is impossible if, you know, just anyone, anyone who's listening, whether you're a, a bus driver or a world famous dancer, that like if you're open to stuff, if you're open to you, you know, maybe looking funny for a second because you're trying this thing in front of people. Um, it's, it's just it's, fu- it's funny that so many things that we avoid are the things that bring success and we all want success. So it's like, why is that happening? You know, uh, yeah. but ha- have you have you just always been just a very like because um, you you have that energy of like I, like I, I get I feel no judgment no like analyzing of the situation have you just have you always been like that? Um, well, I am analyzing you by the yeah, way, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm I'm you know it's all positive vibes because I'm enjoying your energy for sure, and uh, it brings me back to you know my roots. And my mom and I are like best buddies and I'm really lucky to have a mom like I have. And she's always, you know, when I went through my punk rock stage and I had like crazy hot pink hair, mohawks and wore like all kinds of weird like outfits. And my mom was always like, this is my daughter. Like no matter what I do, she was proud of me, you know, and like when I was the wearing crazy outfits or doing gymnastics down the grocery store aisles or my mom my mom would come to the clubs with me she'd be like where's all the other parents here and my mom wasn't a club glo- club goer she was just a super supporter in whatever i did and um so she would come to the clubs and everyone knew my, not, she wouldn't go all the time, but she, people would be like, oh, there's, you know, Nina, Nina, that's Lisa's mom. And every, well, they didn't actually know her name. They just said, oh, that's Lisa's mom. Yeah. Hey, you know, and we'd have parties at my house where I just have all these dancer friends come over, like, you know, all these like amazing dancers would yeah. show up at my house because they liked me or, you know, they liked music and I, they knew there was going to be like other dancers yeah. and other music and Michael Jackson dancers and like Shabadoo yeah. and like all these like amazing people I got to go to clubs with and dance with and my mom got to really be part of all that. But, you know, it's like my mom didn't have the judgment of me. Mm-hmm. She's always really supportive of, supportive of me and, and being an artist. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, my mom actually is um, amazing in that she didn't discover her artist until she was 60. Mm. She she took some, uh, a few different types of like wood refinishing classes and, and then she uh, took some pottery, you know, classes and it mm. was, that was the egg for her. Like yeah. she fell in love with pottery and she has made unbelievable pottery and there has not been one like perfect bowl in her pottery or one perfect plate you know she made all these 
crazy like things and and she sold a ton of stuff so and then um she did that for a good uh not quite 20 years um like uh like 18 years and then she became it it just got too heavy because she had these big kilns in her backyard where she would take out fire red pieces of pottery and put it in like a trash can of newspaper and all the newspaper would catch on fire it's called raku okay and she put the lid on the little trash can and then this magical piece comes out by the oxidation of what happens when you put pottery into burning you know fire and newspaper and the whole thing catches on fire but you know my mom's just kind of funny and so, uh, but she's always been really supportive of my dancing and never said, oh, get a real job, mm. you know, do something like a lot of parents don't really like sometimes think being an artist or being a musician or being a dancer is a real Tell job, me about it. Tell you me know? About it. Yeah. So when your mom or your parent, cause I, I don't, I don't really have, my, I don't, I only met my father once. So that's mm. like a non-existent. Yeah. Um, so my mom and I are really close. Like, we talk all day, every day. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she's, like, she's a good listener. Mm-hmm. Like, she's taught me things by her actions and by her respect. Uh, and, and she's very successful, and she's a, a psychologist. Mm-hmm. So, and she's an art, a successful artist and not planning it. It just became and uh and and a super mom like she was always there for me like I could call my mom and I do every night like at one o'clock in the morning or 1 30 in the morning she's like hello and she's sound asleep but she wakes herself up and we have these great conversations like every night and probably even more so uh during the this the pandemic time because she you know she's you know, we were staying at home, and so I got—I actually got to see my mom more than I ever did. Oh. I visit her once a week, and but she she would go to like some of these random fashion shows. I would dance in nightclubs. I would dance in, and you know, people know my mom like at the parties I would have, and you know, it—it's so like I'm beyond blessed for my mom and the sports support she gave me. You know, and it's like some people go, you know, what is your dream? And I get to say I'm living my dream. Like, you know, I haven't had a, quote, regular job for 35 years. So uh, I actually wasn't very good at working regular jobs. (laughs) I sucked. (laughs) Same. Like what you doing? You're not supposed to be dancing yeah. around. You're supposed to be working. I had a, I was a waitress, yeah. and that was my. And I actually got to quit that job while I was dancing with Michael Jackson. I was wow. like, "You're gonna schedule me for all these days next yeah. week? Guess what? I'm finished." Yeah. And that was the last job I had. Yeah. Thirty. It was 1988. Whatever the math is, you know. Oh, man. So it's like. It, you think about it. If you do what you love to do, you know, it, it's like you you never work a day in your life, yeah. you know, yeah. and everything, you, you know, it's not to say you're going to you're gonna work your ass off right. and you're going to get stressed out mm. and you're going to be like, oh, my God, I don't know what I'm doing. Where's this, like, inspiration going to come from? Yeah. Where, 
how am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to, uh, you know, but it's like you, you do, you do when you find your, your magical thing and yeah. it finds you, you, you make it happen. Yeah. yeah. That, I, that's, that's, uh, uh, spot on. I hope I'm lucky enough to say that I haven't had a, a regular job in, in, uh, I guess what, four or five years since I graduated from college. And, um, yeah, hope to say the same thing, uh, I guess down the line. And it, it's, it's, it's one of those things too. And, you know, and I'm not even going to spend too much time, uh, focusing on anything negative, but like, um, just like little, you know, micro stuff as an artist, uh, especially, you know, you're maybe you're younger, less established and, um, maybe like, like a little chuckle when someone says that you're doing this, like out of the box, non nine to five thing, or just like, um, I don't know, just, just something where it's like, oh, like that's, that's neat. Like, you know, but like in a way where someone can say where it's like, you know, one day you're going to wake up and like fall in line like we did. And in response to your, your mom, um, I don't have any kids, but I have lived long enough to realize that um, allowing someone to grow into what they are growing into is like the highest level of emotional intelligence that you can have as a parent. Because a lot of us did not have that. And a lot of us are fucked up for that. And I, and I understand because you have this thing um, and you, you, you see yourself in this thing that you created and you want to mold it. But like, there's, again, in terms of emotional intelligence, it's like, it's, it's knowing when to, to press, knowing when to back off, knowing like, you know, when to let them make their own mistakes. And it, anyway, I mean, not, I'm, I'm not about to talk about like the parenting on a, a psychological level or anything, but it sounds like your mom, uh, she just like got it. She understood it. And, and that's probably a big part of why you're, you're able to just be so free as you, you know, oh, yeah, you, you resonate that too. Definitely. Just being free. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's always been supportive of that. And, you know, and I actually lived at home for a lot longer than probably most kids. Um, and she said, if you're doing what you're doing and you're focused, um, you can stay here. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're messing around and getting into trouble, you're out. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like I got to spend a lot of, like, almost all my time doing, improving my skills, you know, so that when it was time to, to leave my mom's house, uh, it, it was, it, you know, I mean, for me, there are some kids that want to leave instantly. For me, I was really comfortable at my mom's living, you know, at my mom's place because it gave me more time to do what I love to do. Yeah. So it kind of worked out well. And I remember when I first moved out, um, I got kind of scared because I didn't think, how am I going to make rent dancing, you know? And uh, it happened. It just, one little job came and then another job. Yeah. And, you know, you put your heart and soul and all your passion into it. Yeah. It, it happens, you know. It, no one, people are like, oh, you're so lucky you get to dance for a living. And I'm like, it's actually not really luck per se. <laughs> it's, it's a life dedication. It's not a nine to five. It's, it's a 24 seven cause you're at, sometimes you're sleeping or you think you should be sleeping and you're 
inspiring new new creations or like oh i should have changed that one note or yeah. should have done that one thing and then you know and and the story continues yeah. you know and then you're you're still going because you're you're so inspired even by your own mm. self sometimes or or by other people's uh creations mm. and stuff so it just it never seems to end yeah. you know and it's it's like i said it's not luck you know mm -hmm. you might get some lucky breaks but you know being at the right place at the right yeah. time but if you're not ready exactly. you know it, exactly. no one's going to you know there are some people i'm sure that get lucky and they're not really mm -hmm. pop maybe you know that's you know but that's envy and jealousy and mm -hmm judgment like yeah. that person got all that yeah. but you know bottom line is right. I, i'm working I, I shovel each step ahead you know yeah. and keep going the best i can yeah. and sometimes not knowing and sometimes questioning am i doing the right thing and there's that saying don't give up before the miracle don't give up before the miracle because sometimes you don't know but you just you keep following that and yeah. it, it's gonna it somehow it gets us there you know yeah. and um And the other thing that I was just popped into my head is that when you're giving, you receive. Yeah. So it's like they always say, you know, be of service to others, you know, share your passion with others. Like that's why I like teaching as well, because you're you're giving away what you have, yeah. you know, and and then you embellish what you have by yeah. giving it away. Yeah. So you're actually not losing something. You're actually double gaining because someone gets something wonderful from your maybe teaching or sharing your music or dance with others yeah. and so you actually get more yeah. and you know that's why this is fun too because yeah. I know you're a musician and yeah. I, you know and let's just face it if you weren't sharing your music with me <laughs> I would have to be boom doom cat doom doom cat doom doom on my own yo like it's more fun like I love music so all you musicians out there yeah. the fact that you're I mean think about music you know um, all these huge like music forums and music uh, concerts and music you know uh, all these places where big concerts go on and thousands of people go it's like music is like the force yeah You know, it music is is like it brings people together, all types of people all around the world. And um, so if a musician doesn't share their music, we're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. It, and it, it's it's um, I guess I take that for granted myself in, in that uh, uh, the, I guess the power of being able to play something and, you know, somebody moves to it, they sing to it, they hum to it. Um, Yeah, you know, I like uh, Ben had had said earlier. He's like, I'm I'm desensitized to to the tuba just being around, and and I I, I do think too, uh, it's probably it's probably common. I mean, no matter how crazy what you do is, to some degree, things start to get normal, and like if you lose perspective, you realize like how you you start to forget how amazing what it is that you're a part of really is, and um, so yeah, it's it's so cool to hear hear you say that because. Um, anytime like someone outside of music is like more geeked out about music than like I am in that particular moment, I'm just like, man, I gotta remember like how how special this this really is because I'm always like 
trying to improve something. You know, I got my, my music on the stand here and I'm, I'm looking at that and I'm like, that's something I cannot nail right now. And I always got to remember, mm. like, you know, remember all the times that you made people move, you made people sing and all that. So, um, yeah. And, 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 and something that, that I, I've been thinking about too, just, uh, which is really cool with dance. Cause I guess on, you know, on an instrument, especially in the classical world, um, you're probably showing up to an audition with uh, like we have standard repertoire and excerpts where we're all playing the same thing and it's being compared um, uh, in terms of quality. And with dance, it's it's again, in terms of like what it forces you to be. If you're if you're going on there and you 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 had to come up with your own routine like you're you are the ceo of uh, like if you're a company like thinking of yourself as a company you're the ceo you're you are you know there's no dress code so the taste of of like what you're wearing is up to you so now like you're you're your own designer and like i guess the money that you spend on the clothes you're your own chief financial officer and it, it's like it's like you you guys there's there's this weird um, balance of like total executiveness and also just letting go and doing what you need to do. And, and just how does that improve as you get more experienced in terms of just like be, all that thing, all those things you have to control and then just like doing it and remembering it's, it's, the, it's the art. Well, uh, that's called getting nervous. Mm. You know, so um, being excited, being anxious, it's uh, the emotions and the preparation. Uh, sometimes I just thought about, like, sometimes I'm going to go do something and I get really nervous. And then when I'm driving home and it's over and I've done it, I'm like, oh, my God, that was amazing. <laughs> you know, and so it's, it's uh, you know, it, it's the art of Preparation, the mm. art of planning and being your your best that you can be. Yeah. You know, you show up uh, with the unknown, and um, you we. I mean, as artists, we live in the unknown. It's constantly yeah. unknown, yeah. and and yet that seems, I guess, maybe overwhelming or scary mm -hmm. to some people. Mm -hmm. But we I, we kind of live for that yeah. because. You know, that's where the art comes, yeah. you know. You do your best preparation, you, you get somewhere, and you you said, yes, I'm going to do this, and then you learn as you do it, and then you, you're, you know, you're, you're almost like outside that outer body feeling where you're like feeling and experiencing yourself doing the thing, yeah. and you're like, oh, my God, I, yeah. I'm doing this. It's happening. Or like I said, I've choreographed some... Uh, really cool um either videos or for, uh, uh, for singers or performers like stage shows and and i'm like how am i gonna do this like okay you get you get some music and then okay you got to break down the music into like a verse chorus and then you got to break it down into beats mm -hmm. and what's the story and you know you kind of have to take things you get the whole big thing, but you can't just choreograph a song. Yeah. You have to choreograph uh, little pieces at a time. Mm -hmm. And then every, everything all of a sudden becomes 
that's when the, the, the fun, the game happens, the yeah. game of creation in your brain where you're, you get it down small enough where you can start to see the notes, the step, you know, and then the step leads into the next step. And, yeah. and then all of a sudden the layers start to happen where, you know, you're getting different things going on. And then all of a sudden you, now you're almost to completion of, of the creation. And then you look back and you're like, oh my God, how did I do that? Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and that's, that's for, for me, you get that like moment of panic, like, how am I going to do this? Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're you in it because you you said yes yeah. and you want the yes to happen because um, this is what we do yeah. you know and so I don't know that's the creative process of yeah. you know yeah no that 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 makes a lot of sense because it it, it kind of I guess similar to anything it kind of sounds like um, I guess focusing on like the magnitude of it all is just not helpful you just gotta like just literally just look at what needs to be done. And, and do it, which obviously is easier uh, said than mm -hmm. done, you know, because like it's like, oh, this this what 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 does this performance mean for me if I nail it or if I mess it up? And you start thinking about like, well, yeah, that that's that that's a that's a struggle forever, I guess, as, as an artist, just always, you know, just trying to be in the moment mm -hmm. um, as much as possible. Um, and I, I guess because uh, now I, I'm curious you've 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 had all these creative experiences you've done all this cool stuff so what what led to um wanting to be a part of like the business of dance so i guess opening santa monica hip-hop <laughs> well uh i have a i have a friend who actually um i i received my hiphopdancer.com mm. uh website uh just the name of it from a friend, uh, it was for a Valentine's Day present. And then I have another friend who helped me build a website. So with that website, um, uh, you, 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 here's the artist and here's the business. They're two different things and they work together. You can't only be artist with no business if you, if you yeah. wanna do it as a profession. Yeah. So that's like, that. he's been telling me that now. I didn't know that. I was doing that, you know, I just wanted to be the artist, but you know, it's like learning. Actually, I went to school for business, but I mm. found dance. So, but I, I really like the art of business because the art of business is, uh, is like building a foundation so you can do your art, you know, uh, because, you know, I don't know. There are people that I, I like living somewhere where I have a space, uh, to live, you mm -hmm. know, so I think that business helps me, you know, the energy of flow, of being able to maybe earn a living, uh, maybe to um, buy products, you know, s sound systems or whatever, so you can increase what you do, share it with more people. So I don't know if I'm going in the right tangent, but, no, you know, yeah, the business and the art, they work together, you know, yeah. and I like business. I like uh, what you had said before, just the whole interaction with people yeah. and, um, you know, kind of having a plan. Business is like having a plan and making the plan and so you can do your art. Mm -hmm. So and, the, and they all they cross over often because, you know. 
Yeah, and I like business because it, it has to do with thinking and um, interacting mm -hmm. with people and speaking up and asking for what am I worth? Mm -hmm. How, what if I uh, do, let's say I DJ uh, kids' birthday parties, that people ask me, what are your rates? You know, how much is your dance class? Yeah. How much uh, is it to choreograph my wedding? How much is it to choreograph a flash mob or choreograph, uh, you know, something? So I got to put worth um, on my service. Yeah. And because uh, now, you know, at some point, this like fun thing becomes a business because you, um, you have a, what can you say, a valuable mm -hmm. A product mm -hmm. or a service, which is ourselves. So it, at some point, we don't give it away for free. I did a lot yeah. of stuff for free, yeah. a lot. Yeah. And that's called paying dues and yeah. learning your craft and meeting people, interacting, possibly network. I'm not a big networker, but I know people are into that. I just, I just, you know, I feel like the, the connections happen, you know, yeah. by just putting yourself out there. Yeah. But yeah, people are going to ask you, what are your rates? Yeah. You know, if you're in a union, they they help do that. But, you know, I don't, I, I mean, and I, as far as my rates, I actually don't charge that much considering of my years of experience because, you know, I, I, I like just doing what I do, mm -hmm. you know, and everyone everyone wants a deal. You yeah. know, so, and there's some people that don't and you're like, oh, I love them, yeah. you know, because they see the value and, yeah. you know, and, uh, but yeah, business is all a part of art, you know, business is, a, is, is, a, you know, getting on, you know, social networking and yeah. all that, like, you know, putting yourself out there and like being on Facebook yeah. before we did our podcast yeah. or, you yeah. know, just, but it's fun. Like I make it, I try to make it all fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause you know, you never know who's going to see you or doing what you do, yeah. you know? And like, that, that's one thing I really enjoy about my dancing is that, um, I've gotten to go places all around the world and uh, Japan and Europe and, um, different areas and Hawaii and all across the United States just because I like to dance. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, and people are like giving me money. Yeah. I'm like, you know, yeah. and I've done some uh, commercials uh, where I got residuals and, you know, did, you know, made some nice money. And I would be, I remember this one time I just made this really cool commercial and it was like during Christmas time and I was getting some gas right after the, the shoot. I'm a regular person again, which you know. <laughs> and I'm putting gas in my own car, you know, because that, that's, that's who I am. I'm a real person. And, you know, and you see people go, hey, do you have an extra dollar, you know? And I was just thinking, I just worked really hard, you know, for mm -hmm. my dollars, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, I don't know, there's so many levels of, art and real life and you know but yeah business is and money is like an energy flow yeah you know yeah. what i mean and allowing myself to get paid yeah for i mean yeah something that we've created it's it's real yeah. you know yeah yeah the, and and i um i think something you said earlier in terms of like you don't networking and like but consciously telling yourself you're networking, I've always thought is the wrong 
move to make. First of all, it's just fucking weird. It's just weird because you're, I think you're going into something like depriving or or potentially like taking away an opportunity to have a a much more fun or real experience with someone than you could have because you're going into it going like, oh, I can only be like professional me around this person. And maybe that other person is too, or maybe because you're going in there, then that like person, then I guess kind of they start to become that well, whatever, however it happens. Mm-hmm. It just, it's just so weird in the sense that if you're doing your thing, if I'm working on my, my tuba stuff, you're working on your dance, your craft, you're providing, you are increasing like the actual value of your skill set. And then you are a, like a person that you want to be around people, which then means people want to be around you. It's not even about like, am I going to get these work opportunities? Like you're, you're, you prioritize being like a, 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 a part of something that like when people say like this person's here, that he makes this better. That's what you prioritize. It's like, like, like when you leave, do people hit you up and be like, oh man, like, I really wish you were on this project or this thing that we're doing because you add not only your skill set to this thing, but like we miss that energy that, that you have. And you can only get that kind of feedback by actually just being you. And so it, it's it, what, what you said really resonates with me because, um, you know, you'll see. And I guess now it's, it's even uh, worse or more depending on, on what you think in terms of like networking events, you go somewhere and you're like, Oh, did I, you know, make sure I, I have my business cards and your, your firm handshaking and everything. And it's like, man, like what if, what if you guys just like met at the bar and you're like, Oh, I do this, oh, I do that. And, and you partied, you danced or something. And then you actually liked each other, you know, anyway, that, that I, I could go, uh, on uh, about that, but but the whole like, um, and and obviously you know you, you got to make your money, you got to do your thing, but um, it, it, maybe it's a, it's a trust factor too, in that like you also just have to trust that like as you're working on your thing that you're increasing your value by simply like being true to what you're doing, and then just being a kind person, boom, you know. And um, anyway, lastly, the last thing I'll, I'll say about that is is um, um, I've always, uh, um, like, I remember growing up and hearing about people, whether it's like, like certain characters in movies or adults in my life where they were different because, um, people would talk about them and be like, oh, that guy, like when I didn't have something, he was there, but there's like multiple people that like know that guy is that guy that has like had people's backs. He's been there for people. He's been consistently real. I've always, I remember just being as a kid, just being like, man, like I, I, I want to be that person in the community where it's like, you ask about them and you're like, man, like he's, he's like really there for me or there for us. And that just, because if you're, if you're, if you're that, if you're really doing what you need to do as a, as a person for the people around you, you're, you're going to, because you're given everything you got, you're going to get everything, you know? Anyway, that, that's. That's my my speech for everyone <laughs> listening. It, 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 yeah, networking. Uh, yeah. I get, you know, I know we're we're going down to the getting down to the wire 
here. Um, and I, I always want to ask people this that have like particularly someone like you that's traveled a lot. You've been to a lot of places. You've met a lot of people. Um, are there any realizations just about like, I, this is, God, this is a massive question. Just <laughs> realizations about like mankind and meeting so many different kinds of people. Like if there were like a couple things for, you know, maybe a, a young person or just anyone could just understand in terms of like your, just your role in the world. Is, is there any like major realizations you've had now with just all the people you've met? Well, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> Where do you go with that? Yeah. Um, I guess, I guess, you know, taking a moment to take a deep breath and, you know, just going, wow, who am I? And what's my purpose here on this earth, you know? And just bringing it back to that cause, there was a time when I was on tour with a pretty well-known artist and then uh, my tour ended early and I thought, and it, I, I never knew really why it ended cause I, I thought it was pretty awesome on stage and I got a lot of attention more than the singing artist because I was like, I would dance my booty off and people on the stage were like chanting my name. <laughs> I got in trouble somehow. I don't know, whatever I did. But I was like, you know what? If I never go on tour with anyone again or never work another job, what are my roots? And my roots, I brought it back to, I love dancing. And if no one hires me, mm. I'm still going to love dancing. And if I just have to go to the clubs and dance for myself, I love dancing. And uh, once again, the beginning of this amazing career, you know, it's like, take a moment, take a deep breath and, and, and say, who am I? What's my purpose here on the uh, on this earth? You know, is it to be selfish? Is it to get all that I can get? You know, we get confused because there's you know materialism and mm. and uh, people always look like they have more. Mm. And where's mine? FOMO, fear of missing out. Mm. You know, and it's like when I get it's like when I get in that space of like fear false evidence appearing real, it's like, no matter what it is, it's never enough. Mm. You know, so it's like once in a while, I'm like, time out, why am I here? You know, I, I, we, I am one of those blessed people that I get to do what I love to do every day. And the more I get to do what I love to do every day, I'm, you know, sometimes I'm blessed and sometimes I forget how mm. blessed I am. So it's like, you know, just keeping it really simple and, and getting into my roots of like, who am I, you know? Or, you know, like I could be at home by myself, put my headset on, mm. put my Spotify, whatever music source that I have, just start crying because music just moves me. Mm. And I'm like, close my eyes and I'm, I'm exactly in the most dynamic space ever. You know what I mean? Or I could be in a concert with thousands of people. It's like, for me, like, it's just, it's just the plug-in music and uh, dancing. And, you know, sometimes it's just like 
turning on music and just feeling the energy of like, what would music do, you know? And yeah. I hear something and it's just like nonstop movement and you never stop moving and everything, one thing rolls from the next and you never stop moving, you know? And so it's like, that's for me the dance is, is the motion continues and, you know, and like when I really get like, hold on, you know, just keep it simple here, you know, you, you have everything you need. Yeah. In this moment, right here, right now, like yeah. I do, I really have everything, you know, I need, and you know, uh, we could, we've had natural disasters going on all, you know, a lot lately, and yeah. they say stay at home. I think that was kind of like a really cool experience because yeah. staying at home means just getting quiet. And yeah. what what can I do at home? Like yeah. I've like I've like made. Like I said, so many costumes this year. It's like my drawers are like bust. Everyone on Facebook is like, I want to see your closet. Like, where did you get all that stuff? And I'm like, I make all of it. You know, like some of it's our piece, you know, pieces. But, you know, it's just like we have so much more inside that we don't even know yeah. when we take that moment to just slow down, you know, and go inside that there's so much creation that we probably even haven't even tapped into, yeah. you know? So I don't know if that answered your question, but... Oh, it definitely does. <laughs> it definitely does. And I mean, because to me, what that sounds like... Um, well, those are the scariest uh, questions. The who's, what's, where's, when's, and why's of, you know, uh, you ask that every day. Um, you know, you might, might go crazy at first because unfortunately... And I've been there where um, uh, you start asking yourself that and you realize like there are just things in your life that, um, you know, it's inevitable. Maybe you have to, to tear down or end um, in order to like rebuild and, and be where you need to be. Um, that go, that's relationships with people, relationships with things you might have or places, who knows? But um, that's the scariest part about asking yourself those questions is realizing like, mm, it's not just the thinking, there's like work that mm. has to be followed up by like realizing those answers. So I, that, that's what I, I take from what you're getting. And also just being, uh, being very, very grateful for the moment, like all the colors and stuff and your senses, what you're smelling and seeing, just like, you know, there's usually sometimes we have like one or two, maybe three things on our mind all the time. Um, and uh, I guess like we forget there's like actually a million things going on all the time. So I think you answered the, the question perfectly. Um, and um, I guess, I mean, lastly for me, it's just important to um, say to anyone listening, um, Again, you know, not anyone listening to everyone, everyone listening. listening. <laughs> Let's just yeah. go for the gusto. That, that's funny because to to anyone listening, it sounds like like I'm like a like a like I'm lost on an island. Like to anyone listening, please right. save me. But yes, no, to everyone listening, yeah. um, Lisa Kellogg, Santa Monica hip hop dance. Um, more importantly than like just being like, oh, should I go learn a dance or go do this? Getting an insight on the person that you would be working with or, or learning from is so important in choosing a teacher for you for anything. I think clearly with this, 
you know, this is a patient person, someone with crazy amount of perspective. It's exactly the type of person you would want to learn anything from. So, you know, if you're around, uh, check out Santa Monica Hip Hop Dance. Um, and that's, it's, is it Santa Monica Hip Hop Dance.com? No, it's hiphopdancer.com. Okay, hiphopdancer.com. And Santa Monica Hip Hop Dance is, is like my my business. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and hiphopdancer.com is my website. Yeah. And hiphoplisa at yahoo.com yeah. is my email. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's, um, it's like, I'm so glad that you somehow found me or we found. <laughs> However, these things work in the universe. Yeah. It's, it's like uh, it's so cool to to. It make I feel like important. You're making me feel important, oh. you know. And I'm and I'm I'm Likewise. just I I really don't. Uh, I'm not trying to be famous. I just try to share my art, mm-hmm. you know, my passion of dance with people. And uh, when I leave events that make me feel really good and. Uh, I feel like, wow, I touched people, you know, because I'm not a famous star and I don't do concerts in front of thousands of people all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's like the small peoples that I touch along the way, you yeah. know, and I work with lots of different people. You know, I work with uh, people that their confidence level is low yeah. sometimes or their coordination level is low or they want to improve elements in their lives so it's like, I, those are like the gifts that I get that I can maybe, and you know what's funny is they're asking for something like, oh, I feel so awkward dancing. I just, I want to go to a party and feel comfortable. And it's like, uh, it makes me see, you know, my vulnerabilities and the areas where I need to still keep improving myself. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's a, a circular thing. I always get something yeah. out of you know, when someone's like needing some assistance and can you show me how to dance? I'm, I'm getting married next month or whatever. Yeah. And I don't want to look like a fool out there, you know, or I've never, I've never gone to a party and felt comfortable. Uh, can you show me just some basic dance steps? And cause I want to have, a, you know, and I've, I've, I have thousands of people in my, in my, phone book because I keep record of everyone that calls me and uh so it's fun you know like people that I've choreographed wedding dances for they have like three or four kids now you know yeah. so wow. you know I've, when you teach that long you know you people grow I'm not getting any older <laughs> <laughs> but you know people like there were little kids yeah. in my classes or like have kids now yeah. you know yeah. or I've seen them at clubs and they're like used to be my dance teacher when I was like five or six years old and we're in the clubs, you know, hanging out, dancing. So it's like you watch uh, the world yeah. grow with you or, yeah. you know, it's, you never know. It's for me, dance is healing yeah. as well as it is, you know, expressive and share my passion. But it's, it's like the magic of when you smile at someone or when you, you give someone like, oh, I can move, yeah. I can dance, you know, and I also work with special needs kids too wow. when I get that golden opportunity. And let me tell you, those kids talk about when they hear music, their their whole bodies uh-huh. just come alive, like wow. it's magic. So yeah, it's really super cool. 
So, yeah. Man, I... I you're 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 hitting you're you're saying things that are just uh just really true right now. Um uh for uh someone that is an expert at what they do, I shouldn't even do I mean you are you are a, a master at your craft. Um and especially whether or not, you know, you think that's true or I think that's true about myself, when I get a new student or you get students or whatever and they might see us as like, you know, we're just so much further above them. And knowing that, you know, you could throw this in their face. I danced with this person. I did this person. I DJed whatever for this person. And like being their equal, um, that that is, again, that's one of like the highest forms or highest, like it's a sign that a teacher really knows what they're doing. Because creating that distance, it only makes that student even more nervous, more insecure. Mm. Um, and, and, you know, it's like they, you might not be getting the best out of them in your lessons because you're creating this energy where it's like, oh, I might embarrass myself. I might do this. So, again, to everyone uh, listening, if uh, you've ever wanted to learn how to dance, and dance is definitely one of those things that's like, okay, I might be a little embarrassed. Um, but it sounds like... Santa Monica hip hop dance you uh whoever you know else works with you or for you just me yeah yeah so just you yeah no no judgment um nothing you can just learn to dance be yourself and uh that's awesome seriously that that's awesome and I guess you know to to wrap it up uh again this is Lisa Kellogg um I'm OC this is a song called O-C-O-S-I yeah O-S-I yeah. And when I first talked to him I was like you need to say your name slower because yeah. it's a super cool name <laughs> and he's like well I hear it all the time yeah. but I'm like yeah. his name is O-C-O-S-I super cool guy I hope you guys get to meet him at some point oh. somewhere yeah <laughs> it's O-C and uh, yes yeah, it's a song called Life and uh, thank you to everyone listening and we're out Peace.